I am tired of hearing that doubt isn't the opposite of faith. I listen to many other podcasts, many other Christian YouTubers, people on social media, Christian influencers and things like that. And I'm seeing that in Christian culture, we have accepted this phrase of doubt isn't the opposite of faith. And we talk about or I've seen people talk about how God uses doubt to help us believe and how doubt is necessary in the Christian walk and how doubt is a fundamental piece to our development as Christians and as followers of Christ. And I really, really, really want to attack that today because it is annoying. Firstly, it's straight annoying. I believe that it's unbiblical and just want to make sure that my listeners and the people that are influenced by my voice and the people that, you know, are leaning to me to give them something that's going to encourage them and keep them going in life and keep them motivated and give them something to press forward for, then I'm not giving you anything that's actually not going to work and something that's going to lead you into a place of despair or confusion or a place of worry or a place of stress. And so I want to go ahead and clear the air on that. So if you are dealing with doubt or you believe that, you know, doubt isn't the opposite of faith and that doubt essentially is okay in your Christian walk and that you can live in doubt and be fine. I want to make sure that we attack that today, not just for your spiritual life, but even in your natural life, even in your natural decisions, even in what you do on a daily basis. Doubt has a horrendous effect on so many things. And so I want to talk about that today. And I also want to do a poem for you all just so we could have a poetic moment here. You know how important it is to have copyright free music for backgrounds, intros and just about anything you post online or on the market. I love Epidemic Sound from their super wide collection of great music with so many different genres to a very affordable once a month price. Check out EpidemicSound.com today for all your music and all of your sound effect needs. The statement that doubt is not the opposite of faith can be correct in the sense of they aren't exact opposite. Like how we would say that light is the opposite of dark or or the opposite of good is bad, right? It's not exact opposites in terms of definition if you use definitions of your own standard. So it can definitely appear to be correct. But I want to look at what the Bible says about doubt because I really, really, really want to highlight what doubt is and how God views doubt. And the best way to do that is to use the Bible, right? So we're going to use a couple of scriptures here just to demonstrate the point that I'm trying to make here. And um, I'm going to start with a very, um, probably a lot of people may have heard this one. If you haven't, then you need to hear it right now. So here we go. We're in James 1 and we're going to start with verse 6 and go to verse 8. So James 1 verse 6. So I'm reading through the English Standard Version too. That's one of my favorite versions of the Bible. If you got a different one, that's cool. But I like the English Standard Version. It reads plainly. I understand it and I'm able to study it more effectively when I go back and cross-reference because I get a better understanding of what I'm reading. So anyway, James 1 6. But let him act in faith. So of course, this is in James one where the previous verse just said if any man lacks wisdom you know let him ask god you know who's going to give it to him so verse six but let him ask in faith with no doubting for the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea that is driven and tossed by the wind 
for that person must not suppose that he will receive anything from the Lord. He is a double minded man, unstable in all of his ways. Do I need to read it again? Maybe I need to because I don't think you caught what I said, but I'm just going to jump straight to verse seven because that is super potent for me for that person the one who doubts must not suppose that he will receive anything from the lord he is a double-minded man unstable in all of his ways so right here i don't think i have to explain this too deeply but right here we see clearly that you when you doubt you are like a wave of the sea getting tossed around by the wind what does that mean that means you're unable to stay you're unable to remain still you're unable to flow properly you just get tossed around you go back and forth and back and forth and you never stay settled on one side of an issue or one side of a thing or one um condition in your mind like everything just goes back and forth back and forth with you and not only that but then you can't even say that you're going to receive anything from the Lord when you doubt. Because the Bible says it here for the person, for that person who doubts must not suppose that he will receive anything from the Lord. So right here, just off of that statement alone, I don't want doubt to enter into my relationship with God or into my life because I cannot suppose that I receive anything from the Lord if I'm doubting. Why would I allow something like that to be a part of? Of my life and the part of my way of living If it's going to lead to me not receiving anything from God The Bible even calls me a double-minded man if I doubt A double-minded man Can't make up my mind I'm with you on one second and I'm against you the next second I'm perfectly fine this minute But I can flip at any moment Like I have no stability I have no integrity I have no You can't trust me because I'm not able to remain one thing or remain in one mindset or remain in one set of actions or one set of beliefs and i'm unstable in all his ways unstable in all your ways so if you're a person who finds themselves unstable in a lot of ways a lot of times that's usually just comes from a doubt that's active in your life when doubt is active in your life you will be unstable in all your ways it's unavoidable because that's what the Bible says. You're going to be unstable. You're going to go back and forth about your belief. You're going to go back and forth about your job. You're going to go back and forth about what God is saying in your life. You're going to go back and forth about what God wants you to do in your life. You're going to go back and forth about how you can help people. You're going to go back and forth about how worthy you are of love. You're going to go back and forth with your love for people and with your love for yourself. You're going to go back and forth about decisions. And one of the ways I find this often in my life is and you could call it what you want but i literally have the hardest time buying things for myself or treating myself i usually go back and forth about that ten thousand times like I, it just takes me a while sometimes and i literally had to target that area of my life and say what is leading to this inability to make a decision because ultimately that's what doubt comes down to the inability to make a decision and even in the natural senses i don't want to live with the inability to make a decision that is one of the most dangerous spaces to be in i believe because one that can create a fear of commitment and two nobody can really trust you 
uh, if you allow that inability to make a decision to cross over into your relationships with people. Not just your decisions on what food you're going to eat, but when it goes into how you have relationship with people. If you're unsure if you're going to be this person's friend or not today, if you're unsure whether you're going to keep that person secret or gossip about them, if you're unsure about whether you're going to help them or just let them figure it out on their own, like if you don't have a stability there, you cannot be a good friend, a good example of God's love because God's love is unchanging. God's love is constant. God's love is persistent and stable and patient and kind. And it doesn't even consider the wrong that's done to it. So in all of those things, we have to recognize that doubt is not an okay thing to have active in our lives. You need to identify the doubts that you have and change them. You need to get that out of your system. You need to get that out of your lifestyle. It's imperative that you do. Because one, like the scripture says, I'm going to say this again so that you can hear it again. We have to be able to ask things to God in faith. Because if you ask God in faith without doubting, You'll get it. But if you doubt and you asking God for stuff, the Bible says you're like a wave of the sea being tossed by the wind. And you can't even think you're going to receive anything from the Lord. You're a double minded man, unstable in all your ways. If you ask God in faith and then you doubt. So don't go asking God to give you uh, more faith or, you know, to help you be patient or to help you get over your ex or, you know, to show you the person that's for you or whatever it is and then have doubt active in your mind like is God hearing me right now that's one of the main reasons why people have trouble praying because they go to pray but they have all these doubts in their head they're praying and they don't even believe what they're praying for they don't even believe that God is listening to them they don't believe that God actually cares enough about them to fulfill this task they're just throwing up a wish list and if you're just throwing up a wish list or you're going to God asking for all these things, but don't really believe that he's hearing you and that he's going to consider it and that he's going to bring it to you and he's going to give it to you. Your prayer life is going to be ineffective. You're going to have a boring prayer life because God's not going to be involved with that. Faith and doubt don't need to be existing in the same mind, in the same prayer session, because you have to ask in faith with no doubting. So even though I've already proven that doubt is wild and it's pretty uh, damaging i want to talk about a doubt that i dealt with and i want to talk about how i'm dealing with that and how i've worked to overcome that and so i'm going to do it through the form of my poem here this poem is called bound to a baby so i did this poem for the first time with uh, a member of my church before but i in this poem that you're about to hear it's just my part by itself and I really want to highlight that this poem is about bondage. It's about me being bound to something and what that led to. And it's very short, but I'm going to explain it and use it to encourage you today that you don't have to doubt God. You don't have to be confused. You don't have to be tossed by the sea and driven by the wind. You know what I mean? You don't got to be like that. You can be a person who gets what they ask for. You can be a person who believes God. You can be a person of faith and a person who has complete trust in God for what God has for you. I met this girl when I was no years old and what I love most she has so much soul and when I say soul I mean soul control of mind. 
drawing me away from my life source like a vine no longer searching for the sun. I said drawing me away from my life source like a vine no longer searching for the sun. So I can't grow up. You can feed me as many Bible fairy tales and nursery rhymes as you want. It won't help me. This girl and I had a baby. I keep saying this girl but really she is me. I planted my own seed into my own lust and passion so I guess you can say I've been doing me. Yes, I'm bound to a baby that enjoys backsliding. That's why it always gets me to look backwards and slip up. That's why the word pupils backwards is slip up. Because when God's pupils look backwards, not God's pupils, but God's pupils look backwards, they slip up. But nobody cares what goes on behind the scenes, right? Because in secret, this baby grows to wreck marriages, destroy relationships, multiply soul ties, and make everything that God ever said about you seem like a lie. You know, I don't like to say it much, but my baby's name is Sin, and no, that's not short for cosine. No matter how many good deeds you try to add up, sin will always cause you to fall short. Ask death, it will cosine. Sin will make you deaf to his word and blind to his guidance, so you're forced to take up braille. Now all you can see is what you feel. It's not real. How I can't seem to click with God, so I stare at the devil's icons. It's not real how I can't seem to click with God so I stare at the devil's icons, his icons, these manifested lies that play tricks on my mind. And I will never know the truth until someone sheds some light. So that was my poem, Bound to a Baby. Like I said, you can find that on my YouTube channel. Just type in Zach Mason, uh, Bound to a Baby, and it'll take you straight to that poem video that you can watch for yourself if you liked it. But I want to talk about it because I wrote that poem about being bound to sin. You know, like I said in the poem, my baby's name was Sin, right? And I kept expressing that this baby or Sin was growing and that it was killing me. And that it was taking things from me. And I want to specifically talk about it in the form of doubt. Because the reason why I think a lot of people are bound to sin or still sinning or having struggles with sin so much. I mean, we all can have something that we deal with, right? But when it comes to sinning, uh, I think one of the biggest issues that we run into is a lack of faith that God can actually keep us. A lack of faith that Jesus actually, you know, has the power to defeat something for us to the, to the point where we can actually just be dead to it and it not be something that overpowers us or challenges us in that way and for me i know the lord told me specifically that i have more faith in the fact that god will forgive me than i do that god will keep me so i would sin knowing that god can forgive me more so than just you know resist and believe that god can keep me and so i had this doubt in my mind that god had the power to keep me from that or that even in the more simple way to say it that god had a greater pleasure for me than the ones that i was experiencing from my sin and so a lot of times we stay um, committing a particular sin or we stay you know in a particular mindset that might be wrong because everybody thinks sin they think sex drugs whatever but i'm talking about even lying i'm talking about gossiping i'm talking about you not being able to obey yourself and like when you say something that you're going to do and you don't do it or you know not even or when god tells you to do something you're not doing it or you know forgiveness if you're supposed to forgive and you haven't like even that's a sin so i'm talking about anything that that comes in disobedience a lot of that issue comes from we don't believe that god has a superior way of doing things we believe that our way is better than god's way it's all rooted in doubt 
in some aspect in our relationship with God. And so I want to submit to you that we can't allow doubt to be active because when doubt is active, like I said, it will lead to sin. It will lead to a separation between you and God in the sense of your relationship with him. You'll feel like you're drifting. Uh, I know that when I wrote this poem at the time that I wrote it, I was feeling so far away. I was feeling like I could not get back. I was feeling like there was no way for me to and overcome these things and that I had already disappointed God so much that there was no way for me to bounce back or for God to redeem me or to pull me out. And it took time and effort on my part, of course, consistent effort to get out and consistent effort and consistent belief to fight and to win. But now I fully understand that that was the lack of faith operating in my life. And that was doubt operating in my life. I had so much hesitation about some of the things God had said. Like when God said, submit uh, yourselves in James 4, 7, when the Bible says, you know, submit yourselves to God, resist the devil and he will flee. Boy, that thing is, I didn't believe that. I didn't believe that the first and important, most important step to resisting the devil was actually submitting to God. Like I didn't want to submit to God. I want to submit it to my own way. I want to submit it to my willpower. I wanted to submit and say, well, I did this for you, God. Like, I don't need you to do this. Like I can do this without you. And that's not even biblical. So I want to charge you and say to you that if you're dealing with something or you find yourself dealing with something continuously, or you find yourself being bound to something that's keeping you down whether it be an attitude a mindset a particular belief your inability to work with somebody whatever it may be find the doubt that's operating there why do you have doubts about this why are you hesitating what's holding you back find those doubts find those hesitations find those reasons that are keeping you from having you know faith in that situation and believe in god in that situation and believe in what you know to believe inside of yourself about that situation and attack that attack that doubt Feed doubt truth You have to feed your doubts truth Through the word of God Through allowing other people to speak life to you Through speaking life to yourself Through being positive in your mindset and your approach to life You got to feed your doubts the truth If you feed your doubts the truth Then your doubts will turn into faith And you will learn That even with doubts Even with questions I would challenge you to never allow a question to turn into a doubt or a indecision or something where you change a decision that you've made or a confession that you've made. A lot of people have allowed questions and having doubts about their faith lead them to completely deconstructing their faith, completely tearing it down. And now they don't even know if they believe in God anymore because they had one question that they couldn't get answered. Why did God take my mother? Why did God do this? And I'm not I'm not saying these things lightly at all. I'm not saying that lightly at all. I understand, but I'm just using as an example here that even in those moments where you don't understand, can you have the faith that says, even though I don't understand what God is doing, I know that it's the best for me. I know that God's plan, his ideas, whatever he has planned is best for me and everyone that I trust and everyone that I love. I, is your faith and your trust of God that high to where you don't have to know everything? Because newsflash, you're not going to know everything. You're never going to have every answer. You're never going to understand it all until the end. When the end comes and you see God and God's pleased with you and he then, you know, you get into heaven and everything like that, then you'll begin to see like, okay, this was worth it. I see now that this wonderful God had this beautiful plan for me and now I see the reward of that. And so I want to encourage you, like if you have questions about your faith, ask until you get an answer. But even while you're waiting on that answer, 
don't change your decision don't waver back and forth don't be like that person that the waves of the sea that get tossed by the wind don't be like that don't go back and forth don't waver stop moving from your post stop changing what you believe stop doubting god stop moving off of your faith stop leaving your convictions if you believe that God wants you to have this or, or and you know that and you confirm that and you want and you know that God wants you to be uh, have peace, for instance, God wants us to be in peace. God wants us to have his peace, his understanding. Why would I allow a thought to change that? Why would I allow a thought to change a promise that God gave to me or a doubt come in and tell me that I don't believe this? Or I don't know that. I just don't know what God's going to do. I just don't know if God's going to do this. I just don't know uh, if God cares about me anymore. I don't even know if God's hearing me right now. All of those things. You got to attack all of those and have the trust and faith to know that God loves you. God's love for you does not change. No, nothing you can do will stop God's love for you. I like to say it like this. God is a loving father. And at the end of the day, no matter what you do, you will never stop being his child. God will not resist his children if his children come to him with humble hearts and repented attitudes and with confidence. You got to you got to draw boldly to the throne of grace and always come with that confidence and assurance that I am coming to my loving father and he wants me to be real with him. Don't come to God being fake about it. If you have a doubt or you have questions or you have something that's brewing on the inside, be real. Stop trying to be tough about it. Stop just sitting with it. We like that place of confusion for some reason. We like to just sit and ponder and wonder because that keeps you from having to make a decision to stand on it. It's uncomfortable to make a decision sometimes to stand on it. It's uncomfortable sometimes to not know what's going on and not know what's going on and still trust God. But in that, give God the opportunity to be your comfort. Give your faith a chance to grow like you be asking for. You ask God to increase your faith so God drops you in a situation that you don't know the answer to until he tells you or you don't know the answer to it. You don't know how it's going to go. And he says, hey, trust me through this. But you have all these doubts and all these wonders and all these questions. But you just said, increase my faith, God. And God puts you in a situation where it's going to take faith that goes beyond your understanding to believe and get through. And you and you turn it away from that challenge. You are literally destroying your opportunity to increase your faith. So when doubts come or thoughts come or questions come, let them be things that you can use to build your faith. Again, don't let a doubt come and make you make a decision to turn away from God. Let it make you make a decision to not make a decision. <laughs> right. If a doubt comes, if you start saying, I doubt that Jesus really saved me, attack that with truth. Nah. I know God saved me. I know my salvation is secure. I know that Jesus came and died for my sin. I confess that with my mouth. I believe that in my heart. I know that I'm saved. Attack the doubt. Don't let the doubt brewer. There's a difference between having questions and having doubts. Doubts is indecision, not knowing what's going on. Having a question simply means I have something that I don't understand and I want to answer to it. But doubt leads you to making the decision to sit still, not do anything, and literally, literally get confused and start doubting and start getting confused and start worrying and start you just go down this dark path of not trusting God anymore when you begin to let doubt creep in so let's not let doubts creep in in this season you all okay we can't do that and I think that it'd be best for us to just erase that from our vocabulary the doubt is it the opposite of faith thing like let's just delete that out of our culture out of our behavior out of our minds and out of our hearts and understand that doubt is you holding on to yourself doubt is you holding on to your understanding i'm going to share this last little bit from what god said to me in 2019 
about a doubt that I was having and how he was telling me that everything I was doubting and had confusing about uh, and that I was struggling with literally came from me not wanting to lose myself. Me not wanting to lose my ways. Me not wanting to go against my understanding. Me not wanting to go against what I thought I liked. And he told me this, losing yourself is not easy. Letting go of who you think you are, the way you've come to understand and deal with life and people. Trying not to see yourself as your past mistakes. Fighting to know who and what to hold on to and what to let go of. All of this and more becomes doubt. And you hesitate and it keeps you from losing yourself in Jesus. So we create a costume for ourselves that allows us to cover what we don't want people to see and only show what we like or what we feel like society approves of. We stay bound to ourselves, not realizing that if I could only be free from myself, I could be everything I'm supposed to be right now. I could have every bit of faith in God that I possibly could have. I could believe what God says about me because I no longer have an understanding to lean on. That if I'm free from this image I've created for myself, then nothing anyone says or does could get to me. If I could just take off the costume I've decided to wear to protect myself because of certain seasons I've had to endure year after year in my life, I could be the me God wants me to be. Hashtag no more costumes. So y'all, let's not wear this costume of doubt anymore to keep us from letting go of ourselves. That's what doubt is doing. Doubt is a cradle. It's a cradle to let you sit there and complain and cry and worry and stress out because you don't want to let go of yourself. You don't want to let go of your understanding. You don't want to let go of what you like. You don't want to let go of your ways. You don't want to let go of that thing that you found that you like that you and God disagree about. You don't want to be relieved of that attention that you're getting because of all these doubts that you have and because you're asking all these questions and because you're playing the victim in a lot of situations like all of that we got to get rid of it so again hashtag no more costumes this season y'all let's go ahead strip ourselves of ourselves let go of all those doubts that are keeping us from trusting and believing god have faith in this season know that god wants you to prosper know that god has what's best for you in his heart and in his, in, in his mind and and believe that god is going to be there when you pray to him and you ask him questions wait on him to give you the answer wait on him to lead you to answers do not sit there in doubt okay i 